wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. This morning, briefly, we want to share on unveiling the mystery of faith. We have looked at the fact that faith is a mystery. And when it is in operation, it do great and wonderful things. This morning, what is faith? Faith is holding on to God's word. In order to please him. Faith is holding on to God's word. In order to please him. Daniel chapter 3. Verse 1 to 30. It talks about the three Hebrew boys. As we always hear in Sunday school. What is characteristic of this faith is that. They believed that God was able to deliver them from the hands of the enemies. Hallelujah. So in verse 16, he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fairy finance. And he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. So we can see from these people that because they believed God, they held on to the things that they believed. So if you say that you believe God, then hold on to God until you see whatever you are believing God for. Hallelujah. A lot of Christians are not truly grounded in the things that they believe. So whenever there is a a small problem and the things don't work out as they are believing God for, Then they turn aside. So if you are here, then you have a problem, you have prayed. As we heard in the testimony, that our sister was saying that whatever God has told you, if you believe it, it will come to pass. And you are not able to hold on. Then it means that your faith is small. Learn to have faith in God. By putting what you claim to believe to work. Now, last Sunday, Reverend took us through the model of faith of Moses. So today, I also want to let us learn something about another woman in the New Testament. The woman with the issue of blood. What did this woman do for her faith to work? That is what we will want to learn this morning. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34. 
He said, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. And has suffered many things of many physicians. And, and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the prayers behind and touched his garments. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him. Turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou see the multitude trundling thee. And say thou who touched me. And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling. Knowing what was done in her. Came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her. Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Hallelujah. We want to learn from this woman what are some of the things she did for her faith to work. And these things, too, when we put it to work, our own faith will work. Hallelujah. The first thing this woman did was that she said it. So if you want your faith to work, say it. That's the first point. Say it. What are you believing God for? Don't say the negative. Don't say the things that is happening. Say what God's word says you should say. Maybe you are selling. You want people to come and buy your things. Don't sit there and say that, oh, today they, they don't buy things. Say with faith that today a lot of people are buying my things. Hallelujah. As you continue saying it, you will get what you are confessing. So change your talking from today. One thing that defeats a lot of us Christians is what we say. Always you, see, you hear people, oh, I am dead. Very soon you will die. Hallelujah. So say what you believe. What do you want? That is what you should say. Because the scriptures says that the Lord confirmed the words of our mouth. So whatever you say, whether good or bad, as long as you are a child of God, God will confirm it. Hallelujah. 
Do you want to be healthy? Don't say always that I am sick. Say that I am strong. Even if you are sick. The scripture says that let the weak say I am strong. So believe what God's word have said and say it. And as you say it, you see that your faith will be building up. And before you realize, whatever you are believing God for, it has come to pass. So the model of the woman with the issue of blood, when we look at verse 28, the Bible says that the woman said it. She said it in her heart. That I will go and touch Jesus. And when she said it and she put it to work, there was a manifestation. This morning, as you are changing your confession, you are seeing a turn around in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. So from today, don't say anything negative again. Say good things about yourself. And you will see that good things will come to you. You want children. Say that you are a mother of children. You have many children. The type that you want, whether a boy or a girl, confess it to yourself. And before you realize, God will make you to have a child. One of my colleagues, she married for a long time. She is almost 50 years. But her daughter is seven years old. Looking at her age, the one time she was sharing with me that always she will tell herself that I will not die without having a child. When we were in school and she was writing her degree, the project, at the acknowledgement, she put a name of a daughter. She said, I acknowledge my daughter Persis. But at that time, she didn't have a child. When they questioned him, why she have written that? She told them that, I believe that I will have a daughter. And I will name her Persis. And now, she have that daughter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So whatever you are believing God for, don't say the negative. Say what you believe. And as you continue saying it, you want God to prove his word. You will see that it will come to pass in your life. So the first thing for you to have your faith to work, the model of the woman with the issue of blood was that the woman said what she was believing God to do for her. If you want to be rich, don't say that me, I am poor. That theory that they have, as poor as a church mouse. Don't confess those things. But look at yourself and say that one day, one day, I will have so much money. And I will dash it to people. Our faith confessions work. 
Sometimes you don't even have to be a Christian. As more as you continue saying something, you see that it becomes a part of your life. Let's watch some children. When you tell them, you, you were a fool. You were, you were a fool. Before you realize, the person is behaving like a fool. So say what you want. Hallelujah. And what you want, God will bring it to pass. A champion was one of the former head of state of Ghana. He came from Asante Mampon. And when he was a small boy, they called him in Mampon, they called him Arizona. And he always told the people, his age mate, that one day he will be rich. So he joined the army. And they did a coup and he succeeded and he became the head of state of Ghana. So he went to his hometown, Asante Mampong. And they held a parade for him. So as they were, he was going through the parade. One of his old time friends was standing by. You see when the president comes around, people are around watching. So as he got close to where the guy was standing... His friend was giving him fans. He shouted, Arizona! When he turned and he saw his friend, he forgot the parade. He left the parade and went to his friend. I said, Hallelujah! So, he confessed every day that one day he will be blessed. And now, as the head of state of Ghana, all the money in Ghana was for him. Hallelujah. So your faith, your confessions, the things you say with your mouth, that is what you will get. So from today, say, change your confessions as a child of God. Don't always say bad things. Don't always say negative things. When you look at yourself, one time Papa was teaching us, that stand in the mirror and tell yourself, I am a fine girl. Smile to yourself. One day, I will be rich. Hallelujah. The cars that people are lying in. One day, I will buy some. Today, you may not look like that. But one day, God will cause you to be that. Hallelujah. Because that is what you are saying. So for you to, for your faith to work, the first thing is that say what you want according to God's word. If you don't know what to say, look at God's word. God's word says that we will be the head and not the tail. God's word says that we will lend to nations, we will not borrow. So look at yourself that you, you are not a borrower. You are giving to people. As you confess those things, you say those things to yourself. And you put actions to it. God is causing it to come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. 
The second thing this woman did is that she didn't just say it. The second thing is that do it. So, if you have said that I will be rich and you sleep in the house, you will be poor. Take steps that will make you rich. What are some of the steps you should take? Find work to do. Because God says that he will bless the works of our hands. So as you say it, the second step you need to take is that you should do it. As the woman said that he, she is going to touch Jesus. If she had slept in her house, the issue of blood wouldn't have stopped. But when we read verse 27, he said, And when he heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garments. So the woman took steps. He, she went to where Jesus was and she went to touch Jesus. So the faith that we are saying is a doing faith. It is not just a talking faith. So put actions to the things you believe. Don't just sit down like you are coming to write exams and you are confessing. I will get nine ones in the name of Jesus. I will get nine ones. And you don't learn. You will get nine, nine, nine in chains. Hallelujah. You need to sit down and learn. As you confess and you sit down and learn, then God will make what you are confessing to come to pass. I, I teach. So when it's about, you see that they are informed to the The school will organize series of prayers for the children. So they pray for them. Always they will be praying. And my form three class is always after the prayers. So after they finish praying, I will go. And some of them, I will look at their face. I say, it doesn't matter. Even if Jesus comes, you will fail. And when you say that, they will all say, oh, madam, why? I will always tell them, you will fail. The prayers will not work. Why? Because you are not learning. As long as you are not learning, even if Jesus comes, Jesus is not a magician. He will not pass you. If Jesus was the examiner, he will fail you. So it is not just prayers. I'm not saying that when you are writing exams, you shouldn't pray. No. Pray. But also learn. So that is one problem of a lot of Christians. You meet them. We are talking about something. So, oh, what are you doing about this thing? He said, God will do it. What do you mean by God will do it? The Bible says that God has done everything that he will do for us. What is left is you. Hallelujah. So if you believe that your faith will work. After you have said it. Do it. Hallelujah. And as you do it, that is when the faith is going to work for you. You want to be pregnant. You want to have a baby. 
you are just there, I will be pregnant. Start buying baby things. Do you want a boy? Buy boys things. Do you want a girl? Buy girls things. We are saying it. We are doing it. In addition to making sure that the matches, you play. You play it well. Hallelujah. So that the babies will come. Hallelujah. Because now Virgin Mary is no more in existence. Hallelujah. So you can't sit there. You want to get pregnant and you are married. You are just there. How are you going to get pregnant? So do what will make you get what? Pregnant. Hallelujah. One time, one lady I was talking to, she told me she wants to get married. So I told her, when somebody is going to get married, what are some of the things the person will do as a woman? And she told me that they will buy things they will use to cook for their husband. So I said, buy all the things. So she started buying. For some time, we, she didn't come back again. But a couple of months later, she came back and she told me that I have bought blender, uh, bowls, plates, everything. So I should get married. And I agreed with her. I said, it's true. Now, go. Let somebody find you and marry. And as I'm talking to you now, she is married. Hallelujah. So you need to put actions to your faith. So as you say it, you do it. If you just say it and you sit there, the thing will not work. Okay, so if you believe God that everything you are believing God for, it should come to pass. The first step is that say it. Start saying it to yourself. You want a good marriage. You are married. You are always fighting with your husband or your wife. As a husband, God says that love your wife. And as a husband, you don't love your wife. You will never get a good marriage. Hallelujah. As a woman, God says submit to your husband. And you are always insulting your husband. When he comes, you are insulting him. He will not come back home. So you will not have a good marriage. So as you are saying that God will bless my home, then do what will make God bless your home. Hallelujah. I think you will clap your hands for Jesus. Hallelujah. So for our faith to work, say it and do it. Most of the time, our actions cancel the things we say. Maybe you, have, you are sick. We have prayed for you. Are you well? You check. You check. No, 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 no. The, the thing is not gone. Then he said that if I say I am well, that means I am lying. No, you are speaking by God's word. And God's word is saying that let the weak say I am strong. So by God's word, you are well. And as you believe it and you start doing that, you will see that strength will return to you. So if you want your faith to work, say it. What are you believing God for? 
Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and 24. He said, whatsoever things you desire, if you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. So whatever you are believing God for, believe, say it. When you say it, you say it, you say it. Before you realize you are well, the things will come to pass. From today, as you say whatever you are believing God for, it is working for you in the name of Jesus Christ. The third thing this woman did was that she received it. She received what she said. In the world, it is, they have a saying, seeing is believing. But in the kingdom, it's believing is seeing. So in God's kingdom, if you want to see something happening for you, believe it first. Receive it first. Initially, it may look like it is not working. Again, it may look like it, it will not come to pass. But as you believe it, you receive it, you will see that you are well. So, don't just sit down and say that I am going to only believe it when I see that I am okay. As long as you have said it, as long as you have done what you are supposed to do, receive it with faith and when you receive it you will see that it is working for you hallelujah last week or two we heard a testimony that one of our sisters shared we came for all night papa said that those believing god for the fruit of the womb they should come and shake her him and they came to shake papa's hand and this lady said, the Saturday morning, something prompted her that, as Papa have said, she should go and check. And she, she did a pregnancy test. Despite all the problems that the doctors say that she have, she did a pregnancy test. And she was positive. Hallelujah. So she received the word that went forth. Hallelujah. And as she received it, now she is evidently pregnant. So, whatever you are believing God for, don't wait for you to see the manifestation. Receive it that you have it. And it shall be yours. Then, if you believe it, and you receive it, then you should tell it. Say it. That is the place of testimonies. Whatever God has done for you, if you don't say it, it won't last. Let's look at the verse 33. The same Mark chapter 5 verse 33. He said, but the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And as she said it, look at what Jesus told him in verse 34. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace. 
and behold of thy plague. A lot of us, they think that when you share your testimonies, uh, witches will come and destroy it. But it is the opposite. When you share your testimonies, God confirm it. So whenever you have testimonies, share it. If you believe God has done something for you, say it. Be confident about it. And as you are confident about what God can do and is doing in your life, you will see that your life is changing. One time I was sharing with one of my course mates that I believe that I can't be sick. And she is a pastor. So she was asking me, does it mean that I, I don't even have malaria or headache? I said, no. I don't believe it. I believe according to God's word that I can live all my life. And when my time comes for me to die, I will just sleep and go on to heaven. Hallelujah. This woman was just looking at my face. And I was just trying to prove it to her from the word of God. That it doesn't matter what happens. I am not going to die sick. So when I grow very old and my time comes, like Paul. Paul said, I am caught between two things. Whether I should go home to be with the Lord or I should stay. So it means that as a believer, you can get to the point where you will decide whether to die or not to die. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter the disease that is hanging on to you. When you believe that you will not die sick. Papa Hagen, when he died, the last time I was reading about him on the internet, and they said the cause of his death was old age. So he didn't die sick. You sometimes ask yourself, sometimes let's bring normal reasoning. As a parent, do you like your children? Today they are neck, tomorrow they are waist. Your children are sick. Are you happy if your children die sick? No. So how much more God, who is a lovely father, will want you to die sick? Hallelujah. So if you believe it, you say it. Tell people. You may be having some disease in your body. But tell people that it doesn't matter this disease I have. This thing is not going to kill me. Hallelujah. And as you confess that and you are saying it to people, before you realize, you are whole. One man, I read his testimony. They said that he have a hole in his lung. And so it was causing problems for him when he was breathing. They told him that they are going to do a surgery for him to fill that hole. And this man came to church. And he heard, he heard the pastor preaching like I am saying these things to you. And he believed that it doesn't matter the hole in his heart. He can breathe normally. And he said when he started believing that, he started breathing normally. So in the next appointment, he went to see the doctor. The doctors thought that something had happened. 
when he took the scan of his heart, still the hole was there. But the symptoms he used to have was gone. Hallelujah. And the doctor said, I can't understand it. The hole is still in your lung. But still you are breathing well. And the man told him that he have contacted something. And from now, he don't, use, he don't need all the medications he take again. And he continued to live until he died of old age. So what we are learning this morning is that when you have faith that God have done something for you, say it. Tell it to other people that as you come, God can do this. I also had this problem and God did it for me. So you too, when you have the same problem, God can do it for you. Hallelujah. And as you continue saying it, your faith will come to work. Hallelujah. So whatever you are believing God for, it's not only for healing. It's not only for getting money. It is for every area of our life. You may have children who are bad children. Continue saying it that these children are good children. You are saying it in faith. When you see them, instead of saying that you, you are stubborn, tell them, you, you are good. And as you continue confessing it, God will make them to become good. Hallelujah. But why is it that some of us, our faith are not working? Why is it that our faith don't work? The first thing that will not make your faith work is doubt. Unbelief. Doubt and unbelief. Sometimes you tell people something by God's word and they, they, they don't believe it. For example, as we are saying that God's word says that let the weak say I am strong. Now you are sick. We have been prayed for. And we say that you are strong. They will ask you, are you sure? So as long as you don't trust that God is faithful. Whatever you are saying, it will not work. Sometimes you see them in church. They say the things. But when they are in their secret, they ask themselves. Hey, the moment you say that, that thing will not work. James said it, that let him that doubt. Don't expect that he is going to receive anything of the Lord. So if you want your faith to work, don't doubt God. Hallelujah. When you go home, you can read Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 and 44. Another thing that prevent our faith from working is worrying. Most of us worry about nothing. They will think and think and think. Some of the things, when you think about it, your thinking cannot change the problem. So why don't you believe God and leave the thing to God? They worry about everything. 
And one thing I want you to know is that when you worry too much, when you worry, it's a sin. Worrying is a sin. Hallelujah. So don't worry again. The thing that you are thinking about, Jesus asked the disciples, he said, how many of you by thinking can add one inch to your height? Matthew chapter 10 verse 31. The same thing is in Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 to 34. He said, fear ye not therefore. Ye are of more value than many sparrows. Whosoever therefore shall. Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 to 34. So when you think too much, your thinking can't change the problem. In fact, when you think too much, you may even get sick. Because they, the doctors are telling us that worrying and anxiety, it may, you will get high blood pressure. So you see that a lot of women, we have, a lot of women have hypertension. Why? Because they think too much. They think about the food. They think about school fees. They think about clothing. They think about their children. But you see that a lot of men, they don't think too much. If they don't have, they don't have. And they are moving on. So, stop thinking. If you think too much, your faith will not work. The Bible makes us to understand. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. Please, let's go to verse 6. He said, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. So, God is saying that don't think about anything. Whatever you need, pray about it. And as you have prayed about it, believe that God will do it for you. Thinking about the fact that you are not married will not make you become get married. Thinking about the fact that you don't have a child will not make you pregnant. So believe God's word and stop worrying. And you see that as you stop worrying... God will do it for you. Hallelujah. So if you want your faith to work, stop worrying. Stop thinking. Stop being anxious. Some people are so much anxious. Maybe they want to get pregnant. Every month they are testing whether I am positive. When they menstruate, they are crying. And when you are like that, your faith, the pregnancy will not come. But when you relax, God will cause it to come to pass. And the verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which pass all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So one thing that shows that you are not worrying is the presence of peace. 
Anyone you see that the person is always anxious. That means that the person is worried. So whatever you are believing God for, give it to God. When you give it to God, don't think about it again. Whenever the devil wants you to think about it, tell the devil that I have given this one to God. And as long as I have given it to God, God is working it in my favor. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 5 verse 4. He said, cast all your burdens on God. And he will do it for you. So, whatever you are looking up to, put it on God. The Bible has made us to understand that if we think about it, we can't do anything about it. So, give it to God. And as you give it to God, the word of God has promised us that he will do it for us. So, cast it to God. Don't just sit down and think. If you have prayed about something, but you go to bed and you can't sleep because of that thing, that means that you have not given it to God. You go to bed and you are tossing in your bed. You sleep here, you sleep here, you can't sleep. It means that that thing, you still have it. You have not given it to God. If you have given it to God, when you sleep, you can sleep like a baby. Hallelujah. Because the presence of the peace of God will be in your life. So if we want our faith to work, if you want your faith to be accomplished, stop worrying. Stop being anxious. Stop being afraid. And relax. Give whatever is troubling you to God. And know that God is working that thing in your favor. And as you relax like that, you will see that God will cause that thing to come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. Another thing that don't cause our faith to work is ignorance. It's ignorance. The scripture says that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. A lot of us don't know that some of the things that we are praying for, God has provided for us in his word. So all that you need to do is stand up and claim your rights in God. So as you are learning about God, you will see that your faith will work. You are always afraid of witches. Somebody says that I am a witch. I'm going to kill you. And, and you are running around telling, oh, Papa, this person says that he will kill me. You don't know your rights and privileges in God. That is why you are running around. Because God's word have told us that he has redeemed us from the powers of darkness. And he has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. When you read Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. So because God has redeemed us from the powers of darkness. No witch or wicked devil can say that I will kill you. Hallelujah. So 
you will die because of your ignorance. But when you know God's word concerning every issue of your life, you will see that your faith will automatically work for you. So if you want your faith to work, don't be ignorant. How do you cure ignorance? Know God's word. A lot of us Christians don't read God's word. Always, I tell my local center people, when we do a random test, today everybody is saying five quotations before we go home. Then we take John 3.16 from it. We take John 10.10. Then we take John 11.35. Jesus wept. A lot of people will sleep at the local center. They don't know God's word. If you don't know God's word, you become ignorant. So whatever is yours, you see that the devil will take advantage of you. But if you know the word of God, that this thing is for me, no one can take it from you. Hallelujah. So as God's children, we should make time to learn the word of God. Don't go about daily without knowing the word of God. Sometimes when I have time to watch paint TV and they do a gospel on the streets, street gospel, they will call people, they ask him, are you a Christian or something? The person will say, I am a Christian. And they will ask them, say one scripture. And you will see that a lot of people who say they are Christians, they can't say even one, not even John 3.16. They can't say it. And when they ask them, what did you learn in church on Sunday? Sometimes that one is worse. They will just be laughing and be scratching their head. Then they will point to somebody, go here, go here. You need to know God's word. That is what will put you over in the affairs of life. If you know that you have powers over Satan, no devil can intimidate you. Hallelujah. The last time I shared it here, some of the children in our school, they said they were witches. They were even driving their class teacher crazy. And one day they said I should take care of that class. I didn't have a class. I was pregnant, so I was going on maternity leave. So I was taking care of that class. And the leader in that class, they said that that girl, she is the leader of the witches. That class, always they make noise. If this row keep quiet, this row will start talking. And it is like a chorus. When these people sit down, then the middle, they will start throwing papers in the class. I didn't know she was the leader. But when I went to the class, she was the one in front. The work they have given them. She was the one. She was talking. She would go and beat this person. So I told her to sit down. And the class teacher had one guy. He was the, he, that guy assists the teacher. So when I told the girl to sit down, the guy just told me, Madam, Madam, Enyinsenu. Oh, when she said, he said that cry, my powers came. I just told her, sit down. 
And the girl said, me, I won't sit down. I said, if you don't sit down, eh, the way I will slap you today. And when I said that, I opened my eyes. I went close to her. Sit down. And she sat down. And that day, I had a peaceful class because the leader was down. And the boy was shocked. As long as I was there, no noise. I just tell them, you write the work for them. And I was sitting there. If you finish, go and put your book here. Everybody will march and put the book there. Why? Because I have the consciousness that as a child of God, a demon should not control me. Hallelujah. I should control the devil. So the class was quiet the whole day. I didn't talk much. So if you are ignorant about who you are in Christ, your faith will not even work. Somebody will say that uh, one person was telling me that somebody have cast a spell on the husband. So he have taken the husband. And they stay opposite to the, their house is here. And the girl's house is here. When the husband comes from work, he will go and park his car in front of the girl's house and go there. And he will tell the children, if you are looking for me, I am in this house. And this, my colleague, is sitting there. And he was telling me, Sof, mommy, girl, no, why are you And I said, you are sitting there. You know that he has, oh, that one is cheap. If it is the man's mind that he is using to do that, that one is different. But if it is the devil, you are a child of God. The devil should not supposed to work on you. And your husband is one of your inheritances God has given you. Hallelujah. So you should claim him back. Let's go and fight that devil. When I said that the woman was afraid. Are you sure? He will even kill me. I said, no. She said that. I'm in the, I'm the uncle. I said, no, 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 no. We will not agree. Why? The devil is not supposed to take what is yours. But when you are ignorant. Like this, my friend, is ignorant. The devil is taking the husband because he has cast a spell on the husband. Hallelujah. But the, devil, the scriptures made us to understand that no spells, no enchantment are supposed to work against us. So if you want your faith to work, then don't be ignorant. Be schooled in the word of God. No God's way. A lot of us, I always tell the children in class, so when I teach you and you don't get it, the way I will beat you, when you say they should rhyme, the last time they were doing some dancing there, and the way they were rhyming, uh, whatever, they can rhyme from head to toe. They will not miss it. And I teach you this simple equation. You can't balance the equation. The way I would I would make Tau Mama, you will cough. So, in my science, they, they learn. I have told them, learn before you come. Because if I ask you and you don't get it, I don't understand why exams, you will not write anything about Shatawale. But you can rhyme it. But the thing that you are going to write exams on, you can't write. No, it's not right. So, change your mind. So, my science, they learn. This year, when our BEC came, the way they were passing the signs, 
Everybody was asking me the secret. I told them it's God. God has helped me, but I also beat them. Ask them. Some of them are here. I can beat you and put you at here. You should learn. You can rhyme Shatawale. You can rhyme science. You should rhyme science. Hallelujah. So it is ignorance that don't make us, don't make our faith to work. Whatever you are believing God for, find the scriptures that promise you that thing. And confess it. Say it. Do it. Receive it. And tell it. As you hold on to it, you will see that it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Now, sometimes we have faith. But it seems that our faith is not working. So what do we do when our faith don't seem to work? Let's read Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. Hebrews 4 14. We are finishing with this one. Hebrews 4 14. He said, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. The same Hebrews chapter 10 verse 23. Hebrews 10 23. He said, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. Hallelujah. So whenever you are believing God for something, don't give up. Don't give up. Hold on to it. Don't have an alternative to God. Sometimes you are believing God for something. You see that you have been praying. Then people will bring suggestions. Oh, let's, let's see this malame. Oh, here, they will do it quick. That does not mean you are not a Christian. You are all still a Christian. But you see, they will come with a philosophy. You see, as for God. When he take his stone, he don't throw it quick. So let's go here. That stone will be thrown quick. And still, you remain in God. The word of God is saying that if we say that we are of God, then we should hold fast to what we believe. So you are saying that God is going to bless you. You are saying that you are growing as a woman. You are not married. Then they say that, oh, have a child with somebody. After all, if you will not get married, just give birth. But you need to hold fast to the fact that God can give you a husband. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter your age. God can make you get a husband. Hallelujah. There are people, they say, oh, you are born one. So, if anybody comes around, forget it. Oh, no. I read one thing. One man, he is the lawyer. The woman, he have married. The woman have three children. So if he, he, he have not married before in his life, he don't have a child. But he said he liked the woman. So he married the woman with three children. So you need to hold fast to the things you believe. Don't listen to the things of this world. And as for the world, they will be telling you so many things. If you are married and the children are not coming, they will be telling you, oh, there is a man here that do herbal medicine. So go there. He will do it. Then you will get pregnant. 
But you need to hold on to God. Believe that God can give you a child. Last week, Reverend told us that the devil don't have children. The children that the devil have is the children of Christians he have stolen. So if your child is not coming, that means he have stolen your child. Hallelujah. So pray and take your child back. Hold fast to the things that you believe. A lot of us easily give up on so many things. That is why our faith is not working. But the scriptures is telling us that for he is faithful that have promised. Hallelujah. So if God have promised you something, God is able to do it. So don't look to the left or don't look to the right. They will be teasing you. Oh, you are the only us of mommy in town. Are you the only Christian in town? Oh, do this. They will want to bring bribe. You tell them, I don't take bribe. They will say that, oh, this one is from my heart. As we open school, they said that I am in charge of admissions. And you say, government school, our admission is nine cities. When you come, uh, everything is nine cities. So you see that some of the people, they go to private schools. When they come, they think we will take them money. Then I say, oh, yeah, we don't take money. You just buy crest. One is two CD, so two is four CD. And you buy admission form, five CD. That's all, nine CD. Then when they finish everything, when they are going, they want to give you money. I say, me, I do, no, 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 you don't have to give me anything. It's free education. So go. And they don't understand. The last time I was telling Reverend that Ghana, it is people that make us corrupt. Because even if you will not take the money by force, so I want to give you lunch. I, say, I am already full. Then you see that people, you think they are Christians. One person, one woman called me. Called me. He said, come, I went. He said, look, this one is not bribe. I know you are also for mommy. This one is not bribe. This one, the man is just giving it to you from his heart. And I said, me too. I am not taking it from my heart. I don't need it. I am just doing my work. So one of the men, he works in another place. So I told him that, oh, so me too, when I come to your office, eh, you expect me to give you something before you do this work for me. He said, no. Oh, as for you, I will do it for you free. Then I told him, me too, because of you, I am taking your child free. Go and come tomorrow. That's all. We are close. So, you see that the world have its plans and they will want to push it on you. But you need to believe God that this is what God's word have said. I believe it. It doesn't matter how long it will take. God can do it for me. Hallelujah. And because I believe God and I am holding on to him, the definition of faith that we said is that faith is holding on to God. Faith is holding on to God's way in order to please him. And whenever you please God, God will promote you. Hallelujah. So, if we, our faith don't seem to work, don't give up. Hold on to what you believe. Sometimes, last minute that you give up, that is when God was coming to work for you. Hallelujah. 
So hold on to the end. And when you hold on to the end, God will come through for you. Let me finish with this testimony. In Russia, you know that in Russia, uh, they don't believe in church. So Russia, there is nothing like organized church. It is a communist country. So one day they arrested 10 people who said they were Christians. They were arrested by soldiers. And the soldier, the commander told them that deny God or they will shoot you. So the first person came. They told him that they should deny God. And the guy didn't deny God. So he ordered one of the young soldiers. They shot them. So they shot all of them. And it was number nine. The ninth person too, they shot him. And it was left with one guy. And they asked him, he was the last person. They asked him, will you deny God or we should shoot you? And when they said that, he started crying. And he said that, I am not a Christian again. But when they were shooting the others, one of the soldiers realized that his commander was crying. So when the guy said he was not a Christian again, the commander jumped to his place and he told the soldiers that they should shoot him. And they asked him why. And he said, do you know why I am crying? They said, no. He said that, can't you see angels here? And all the soldiers said they can't see anybody. They turned around. They couldn't see anybody. And he said that all these nine people that you have shot, that their bodies are there. The moment you shoot them, an angel will come. And there is something like a nice car. He will carry them and put them in. And I see that car will go to heaven. And there is the last angel standing here with the car. I want to sit in that car and go to heaven. So shoot me so that they will take me now. I am a Christian. Shoot me. So that they will put me in that car and go to heaven. Hallelujah. Now the guy who was crying, he wanted to be a Christian again. It was too late. The commander says that now by force, they should shoot him so that he will go to heaven. What was it? The guy lacked the fact that God was able, even if he died. Jesus was talking in the scriptures. He said, don't be afraid of those who can destroy your body, but they cannot destroy your spirit. But be afraid of the one who can destroy this, your body, and can put your spirit in hell fire. So the guy lost his salvation because he was looking at the things that was going on. Hallelujah. This morning, my prayer for you is that it doesn't matter what you are going through. You will not deny your faith in the name of Jesus Christ. From today, as you say what you believe, as you put actions to your faith, as you are confessing your faith, everything you are believing is coming to pass for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That spirit of worrying and doubt is out of your life now in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's be on our feet.
you are here this month and you want Jesus in your life, somebody here need to give his life to Jesus. Something might change in your life. You need that Jesus. I want to pray with you. You want to say Jesus will become your Lord and Savior. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to say I need Jesus. If I die today, I cannot make it to heaven because my life is not right. Lift your right hand and I'll pray with you. In somebody's life. Say Father, I thank you that you died on the cross for me today I ask you come into my life become my Lord and Savior from today I will follow you and serve you all the days of my life in Jesus name We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Congress Global Ministry or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.